Did you ever learn that you are not special? Now, I'm not talking about how a grandmother feels about their grandchildren. But that your human condition is no different than anybody else's. Life is tough, and things just don't always go our way. For example, certain eagles will build their nests on very high ridges, and they use long, sharp, pokey thorns as the base for their nest. Well, of course, as good parents, they fill that nest with fluff and warmth and, of course, protection. But as the chicks grow bigger, guess what? The nest does not. Now, you might wonder, why the thorns? Well, evidently, these particular eagles will pull the fluff out as the chicks get bigger, which forces them to eventually take the plunge out of the nest. For humans, the uncomfortable things in life can help us grow. They help us to understand life from a different perspective. But they should also help us to turn to God. The sermon today is called Lessons from Hebrews. Flesh and blood, the three points are flesh and blood, offspring of Abraham, and high priest. The first point, flesh and blood. From our birth until our death, we are covered in our humanity. Since therefore the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise partook of the same things, that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is, the devil, and deliver all those who through fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery. Hebrews chapter 2, verses 14 through 15. You see, sin happened, and so does death. Yes, we have physical death, not a pleasurable reality, but we also have an expected spiritual death, also not a pleasurable reality. As people of flesh and blood, we struggle in our life because uh, of the things this human world has to offer us and our own ambitions and temptations, but we also struggle with our eternal life. Does the blood of bulls and goats take away our sins? Well, this is a solid question to ask a Jewish person who lived under the law. But in these sacrifices, there is a reminder of sins every year. For it is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 3 through 4. They were reminded that they had a sin problem. Not just the act of sinning, which is pretty human, isn't it? But the knowledge of what sin does between man and God. It separates. It separates. So God became flesh and blood to help completely fix this eternal separation. 
God becoming flesh is, is a pretty big deal in Scripture. Would you agree? Yeah, it's, it's a pretty big subject. Obviously, we cannot become divine so as to reach God. God decided for mankind to, if he's going to have any chance of heaven and a relationship with him, God decided that God must become human. God must become what humans need to have their sins truly forgiven. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory. Glory is above the only begotten, full of grace and truth. Glory of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John chapter 1, verse 14. Did God become human just to exercise and to show how powerful he is? God likes to show people who he is. He's not arrogant about it, but my. He likes it. He wants people to recognize him. We see that in nature. And we should be awed by the greatness of God. He showed us who he is by his inspired word and his greatness there as well. But did he become human just to show people what he can do? No. He did it with a certain purpose in mind. His purpose was to, in essence, destroy death, the devil, and the devil's role in that. How can that be? He died on the cross, didn't he? People die all the time, even today. Ah, uh, but there are two kinds of deaths, right? There are two kinds of, what does death mean? Separation. The Jews understood this because of their continual reminder of sins. But all believers in Christ know that without Christ's sacrificial blood covering our sins, we too will suffer the reality of eternal separation. Since therefore the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise partook of the same things that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is, the devil, and deliver all those who through fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery. Without Christ, would you be in fear of death? Would that be a concept of slavery to you? Always under that whip of knowledge and reality? The second point, offerings, offspring of Abraham. Who are the children of Abraham? For surely it is not angels that he helps, but he helps the offspring of Abraham. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 16. Is the author speaking of all human beings? as the children of Abraham. Did Jesus the divine come to earth and become human to save all human beings? Well, he did come to seek and save the lost, didn't he? Well, that would include all human beings. Look chapter 19, verse 10. It is surely his goal. So that means now, since he came, all humans are suddenly saved, right? If so, why not say Jesus helps the offspring of Adam and Eve? A little food for thought. A few things to consider. All physical offspring of Abraham were in fact 
human beings. They were born, they lived for a certain period of time. They had physical needs, suffered, and were temptations, and etc. But not all physical descendants of Abraham were Israelites. You do know he had other children. Yet, if a Jew heard offspring of Abraham, he would think what? He would think of those who followed the law of Moses, the Jewish nation. Then he comes up with the concept of brothers. Brothers could be understood in at least two ways. Brothers in the sense of being human, which is true. Jesus did suffer and was tempted to sin against the Father. He became a human being. But there's also a concept of brothers in the sense of those who choose to turn to him by an obedient faith. Like those in the Hall of Faith, Hebrews chapter 11. The patriarchal system is talked about in Hebrews chapter 11. Abel, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, and Sarah. And then those under the law of Moses are also talked about in Hebrews chapter 11. Scripture speaks in terms of the offspring of Abraham in a few ways. The actual physical descendancy of Abraham is one. Two, it can refer to Jesus himself, as Galatians talks about. Now, the promises were made to Abraham and to his offspring. It does not say unto offsprings, referring to many, but referring to one and your offspring, who is Christ. That's an offspring of Abraham. Galatians chapter 3, verse 16. It can also be those who have an obedient faith in God can be described as offspring of Abraham. Those physical descendants who had a heart of obedient faith and Christians who have a similar attitude towards God. And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to the promise. Well, obviously, at least as far as I know, I'm not from the Jewish descendancy. But as a child of faith under Christ, I am an offspring of Abraham, spiritually. Galatians chapter 3, verse 29. But here in Hebrews, Jesus is speaking as the one who is coming to help Abraham's offspring. Since therefore the children share in flesh and blood, he himself partook of the same things, that through death he might destroy the one who has power of the death, that is the devil. And deliver all those who through fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery. For surely it is not angels that he helps, but he helps the offspring of Abraham. Therefore he had to be made like his brothers in every respect. So that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God. To make propitiation for the sins of the people. Hebrews 2, 14 through 17. Could a better understanding of offspring be in the sense of those who turn to Christ from Judaism? Or any Christian who has an obedient faith in Christ? Is it these that his humanity and divinity, along with his sacrifice, truly help? Does it help those who don't want to get help? So it helps those who want to be 
people of an obedient faith. Remember, even Abraham was not under the law. He's before the law. But he lived by an obedient faith in God. Will Christ help him as well? The third point is high priest. The sacrificial system under the law of Moses is an interesting study. Yet the intent of Hebrews is not to teach us all aspects of the Levitical priesthood. But those having experiential knowledge living under its system should understand its limitations very well. Everything under the old law lacks greatly compared to Christ's new system. Everything under the law lacks. Therefore, he, Jesus, had to be made like his brothers in every respect so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God. He wasn't high priest under the Levitical system, was he? To make propitiation for the sins of the people. For because he himself has suffered when tempted, he's able to help those who are being tempted. A good way to teach is, the is to give somebody the opportunity to do. Let me say that again because my, my tongue twisted. A good way to teach is to give someone the opportunity to do. I see my teachers going, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to take out the trash. <laughs> I don't know how. Well, let me show you. Now, it's your turn. It's your job. The Christian walk is similar, maybe not so simplistic, or maybe it's just as simplistic. Love your neighbor. Be kind. Forgive. I don't know how. Well, let me show you. Well, Christ did a good job with that, didn't he? Is this important for our young people in faith to understand? Yeah. But are we showing them and expecting them to live out faith in Christ? God did, did a similar thing for people of faith. You need to lovingly obey me, he says. I don't know how. Let me teach you. Let me show you. Now you do it accordingly. So the Israelites, after thousands of years, do it. They teach it to their children and yet are faced with a big enormity of sin that the Levitical high priest cannot fix. Nor can the system of the old law fix it. Sin faces them in the face constantly. You might go, well, that's what the sacrifices are for. And then you go, well, the blood of bulls and goats cannot take away sins. So God comes in with a new system. From a new high priest with a, who is both human and divine. A high priest who uses his own blood. And for true people of faith, his blood, guess what? It really does remove sins. It really does take care of the penalty. It really does exactly what God intended to do from before 
as Lee pointed out in the Lord's Supper, the foundation of the earth and his plan. Did any part, whatever part of the old law, any part, whether you understand it or not completely, do anything of the old law greater than what Jesus does now? And what he does, he does for his true brothers. Are we thinking only about the physical descendants? Are we thinking about all humanity just or are we thinking about those who choose to follow him? You see, Jesus is high priest. But to do so, he, the divine, had to become human like his earthly brothers. Therefore, he, Jesus, had to be made like his brothers in every respect so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For because he himself has suffered when tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. And as we continue to go through the study of Hebrews, you will see more discussion on the role of Jesus as the high priest. If you want to look ahead, check out Hebrews chapter 8, verse 1, through chapter 10, verse 16, or 18. With that, there comes a better covenant. With that, there comes a better sacrifice. And with that, there comes a better sanctuary. Hebrews is exciting. I don't know. I just can't not get excited because it's beautiful in teaching about who God is and Jesus. As all scripture, the book of Hebrews is an important study in our Christian walk. It is truly worthy of your time and it will transform your life in respect to Christ. This is our study on Wednesdays, and this is what I try to present in part also in the newsletters. When you understand truly what God and Christ did for you, if you choose to be His, you will understand how special you really are. You are special because He did it all for you. His brethren, his children are offspring of Abraham. He did it for you. Christ can really take away your sins. The three points of the book of Hebrews, flesh and blood, are, just to recap, first point, flesh and blood. We are covered in our humanity, and God became flesh, just like us. And he did so with the purpose to save. The second point was offspring of Abraham. Who are they? Are they brothers of Christ? All humans are in the same realm of humanity, but those who live by an obedient faith in God are truly the offspring of Abraham. 
And the third point, high priest. Understanding the sacrificial system clarifies certain aspects of Scripture, but truly understanding the role Jesus as our high priest will help you to declare that there is nothing better in this life than to follow Christ. Nothing better. Perhaps you have certain needs this morning that haven't been met or you are seeking prayers to help